Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich or Miss, episode 172. Hey, my Richers, so happy to be here with you. I hope you and your beloved ones are all healthy and safe and starting to go back to your normal lives or maybe a new normal lives. I would like to invite you to visit richomiss.com to listen to 171 episodes beside this one, where you can find interviews with the many, many successful entrepreneurs like Guy Kawasaki, Melinda Emerson, Mark Schaefer, Michael Stelzner, Angela Myers, Melissa Smith, John Lee Dumas, Chris Brogan, and many more. And I would like to invite you to our Facebook groups, Women Entrepreneurs Starting Out, westartingout.com, or Entrepreneurial Marketing Success on Facebook. John Jonas has helped thousands of entrepreneurs succeed in their business by doing outsourcing differently. He created and ran onlinejobs.ph, the largest website for finding Filipino virtual workers. With over 1 million Filipino resumes and over 300,000 employers from around the world using it. He works about 17 hours per week, choosing to spend his time with his family rather than working. John Jonas, what a pleasure to have you here. Hi! Hey, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure, and I waited for this call. And I just shared with our audience what you've done until now. And I would like to ask you, what are you doing and most passionate about today? And where are you heading? So the thing I'm always working on is helping people to outsource their businesses. And I love it. I've seen so many people succeed with it. I just see so much good in it on both sides, on the employers and the virtual assistants. That That's what I'm working on. So what, when you say outsource their businesses, what exactly do you mean? So let me, I'll, I'll tell you what happened to me. I'll tell you my story a little bit, and, um, and this will illustrate it. So when I got started running an online business, I'll even go back before that. I'm a terrible employee. And out of college, this was 2003, I had a job for eight months, and my only goal while I had that job was to quit my job ah. because I hated it. And... And it took me eight months to figure out how to make a little bit of money online. And I had an opportunity and I, just, I took it and I quit my job. And I've, I've been making money online ever since. What kind of money online? What did you do? So in 2004, when I was making money, it was kind of a get rich quick scheme that kind of worked a little bit. And, and I didn't get rich, but at least I saw, I mean, I was building websites that were getting ranked on Google and we were having ads on the websites and People were clicking the ads and we were getting paid and, and, and none of that works anymore. You got the idea early. Is that so? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was, I mean, 2003, 2004, it was super early, right? Super early. Yeah. And and it wasn't like I made a ton of money, yeah. but but I, at least I saw, okay, there there is something here. Like this this can work. And I pretty quickly I realized like what I'm doing right now isn't going to work long term. And so I started learning other things. I started learning copywriting, I started learning marketing, I started learning uh, SEO and how to drive traffic online. I, I started I just started learning a whole bunch of things. And and as I, I started another business online, um, I quickly realized I was overwhelmed and because and I think most people get to this point when they started when they start online is there are so many things to do. There's so much work to be done. There's not enough time in the day to get it all done. And, and that was me. Like I was I was overworked. I was overwhelmed. I thought I had started this because it was going to be super easy because everything's online and that means you don't have to do a lot of work and and i was wrong so i'm frustrated i'm working like crazy and and i just needed to try and find a way to get some things off of my plate because there's like i said there's just so many things to do in an internet business and so i tried i tried multiple different ways of outsourcing uh, which i i think a lot of people turn to these things i tried hiring people locally yeah. and it's not really outsourcing but it just didn't work for me. I was running an internet business and the first thing people did when they saw what I was doing was they quit because they were like, oh, you're, I can go do this on my own too. So then I tried hiring someone in India and that didn't work for me. And I, and I think a lot of people have had that experience where yeah. so much of the world has talked to us about outsourcing to India. And so we try it and then it's just really, really hard. So then I tried hiring someone off of Elance, which today Elance is Upwork. Uh, a couple of years ago, Elance and Odesk merged into one company, and and really the the point there is, I I thought I, I thought I had figured it out. Like this, I was so excited about this. You're hiring a contractor, someone who was going to do a project for you, and I was I was super excited just to get the help. And so I hired this person to do some writing for me. They wrote 50 articles, and they did a pretty good job with the articles. And then they sent them to me, and then the burden fell on me for like what to do with these articles now. Now I have to go submit these articles and link these articles and, and deal with all the headers and the resource boxes and the whole thing. And it, it was like this huge burden fell on my shoulders because I had had some work done for me and it just gave me more work more to work. do. work. I know exactly what you're talking about. So many people are asking to write a post and it doesn't really help you, right? Right, because now that you have the post, well, now you have to go do all the marketing for it because if you just make it make the post like it's 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 not gonna nobody's gonna see it right right so at this point i was about ready to give up i was super frustrated and and you know i'm working 50 or 60 hours a week and was like this just sucks outsourcing sucks and and i had a conversation with someone very very successful in internet business yeah and he said to me you know when you're ready to start outsourcing some of this stuff make sure you go to the philippines with it philippines. And, I was like, and i was like huh that's super interesting, different. And he gave me some reasons why. And he gave me a reference to where I could hire someone. And, and I didn't do it. I didn't hire someone, but it but, kind of gave me hope that maybe there is something different out there than what I've experienced. And then what other people say, you know, their experiences, because outsourcing sucks is what everybody says. And, and he gave me a reference where I could hire someone full time. 
And I didn't do it. I waffled for a couple months because I was like, I don't know if I can keep someone busy full time. I don't know if they can really do good work. I don't know if I can afford this. And and in the end, the, the conversation I had with myself was, it doesn't really matter. None of that matters. I can't keep doing what I'm doing. Like, I, I, this just doesn't work for me to work 60 hours a week sure. and not get enough done. And I figured I have to at least try it. Like I have to see if this is different. And so I took the leap and I hired this guy. Uh, I was paying, I, it was through an agency. That was how he told me to hire him. And so I was paying this agency $750 a month. They were paying him $250 a month, which I didn't know that at the time, but <laughs> it was the single most liberating experience of my life. Oh, uh, I had this guy whose full-time job was to do anything I asked him to do and anything I was willing to teach him to do, he would do it for me. For $750 a month? I was paying the agency $750 US dollars a month. They were paying the worker $250 US dollars a month. Okay. For full-time work. He was ready to do whatever you need, and you paid only $750. And I paid only $750, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, and he, he wasn't super talented or skilled or anything, but he was there full-time and willing to do whatever I asked him to do. Right. Right. So, so the first thing I did was I taught him how to do the process of the article, the article marketing that that I had talked about before. Yeah. And I taught him how to write the articles, and I taught him how to submit the articles, and where, and how often, and how to do the resource boxes, and the headers, and the linking, and and then I taught him how to link the articles to each other, and how to link them to my website, and and we were starting. To, I was starting to teach him how to do SEO. Oh wow. I was teaching him, and he was doing all the work. Wow. And. This was where I, after like a month of this, I realized there's like two of me now because <laughs> I'm still doing other good stuff for my business, but now he's doing the stuff that I should have been doing, but I wasn't doing. And that was when I realized like I replaced myself in my business. <laughs> and, and just so you know, and this is a cultural thing that I had no idea about with the Philippines, but that guy still works for me today. That was in 2005 and he still works for me today. And that's one of the amazing things that I didn't know about the Philippines was they're loyal almost to a fault, uh, where if, as long as you treat them well, they'll never stop working for you. So you can teach them things that you would never teach a contract worker or a $10 an hour person locally or, uh, you know, a, a per project person, right? Yeah. And so that's, that, that was where, like, my story of, like, wh- why do I teach outsourcing now? Well, this is why, because in my business... I was able to replace myself and then I did it again. I hired, so I graduated from college in computer science and I was a programmer and then I hired a programmer and he worked 40 hours a week and he was better than I was. And, and you know, I had no idea, but totally better than I was. And I was paying them $750 a month and they were paying him $250 a month. And again, <laughs> this is in 2000, 2005, 2006 and rates are significantly more than that today. Uh, like, like you'll hire a full-time programmer for like $1,000 a month. And that guy that I hired probably would have been like, would be $450 a month today. But the point was, I then replaced myself two times. <laughs> and, and I was able to focus on more important things in my business, like making sales. Uh, whereas before that, you know, I was just bogged down in technical details. And, and so that's, that's why I talk about it, because it changed my life. And since then, I mean, I've seen hundreds of thousands of people do this. And you know, change their lives. I get, I get emails almost every day from employers who have said, oh, I hired my first VA through your site and it has changed my life. 
It sounds fantastic. I almost can't hold myself to start right away. And uh, <laughs> uh, tell me how, how does it work with your site? What exactly do you offer today? So I was hiring through an agency back then, and I was super frustrated because, and this is kind of how agencies are, like they only do a certain thing. Uh, so they told me, well, who do you want to hire? I said, I want to hire someone else. They said, well, who do you want, a, a webmaster or a programmer? I was like, well, I don't want a webmaster or a programmer. And they said, well, who do you want? Do you want a webmaster or a programmer? And I was like, well, this is dumb. I want to be able to recruit someone on my own who can who can do other content writing and SEO for me. And today I, I want to hire someone who can do social media marketing or whatever, right? Sure. And so in 2008, I decided, I think there's a better way for me to recruit people. And so I started building this. I hired a programmer in the Philippines. <laughs> of course. A job board where I thought maybe I can get a couple hundred resumes in it of Filipino workers so that I could recruit someone on my own and like not through an agency and not pay their markups and and I can just pay them, you know, through PayPal or whatever. And and I, so we built the software and put it out there. And in, in the first month, I had a couple hundred profiles. Uh, last month, we passed a million profiles on on that site, which is onlinejobs.ph. And so I designed it how I wanted to be recruiting. So it's basically just a job board where you can go and look at the resumes of workers and contact them and see if they're available to work. And you would interview them and, and see, like, does your personality and skill set uh, and communication style work with me because I'm going to hire you full time. And you can post a job and have them apply to your job and then you would interview them. And, and so that's, that's what we offer today is it's a job board, kind of like Indeed.com or Monster.com. A lot of people know those, uh, where you go on and you find people and you ask them, like you interview them. Hey, are you available for work? And you know what kind of work? Full time, part time? How much do you want to make? Uh, and we don't we don't take a cut of their salary. We don't mark them up. We don't we don't have an office in the Philippines, so they work from home. So you pay the salary that they're actually looking to make, and they get all the money you pay them. Uh, so it's it, it's really good. How do you make the money? So employers pay us $70 to access the database. That's And that's how we make money. Got it. Got it. Very smart. So it's a pretty reasonably priced, like, recruiting yeah. fee. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. You would pay a whole salary if you needed to pay an agency. Yeah. So that's what you're doing today. But you said more than that. You said that you are helping people to outsource. Do you also educate people to use outsource help or just allowing them to directly find their employee? So all along I've been educating people. and Because and, I've always found that education is really where it makes the difference. In, in number one, hearing, like hearing what's possible. Because a lot of people just think outsourcing is just it's just garbage. Like it's just cheap labor. They can't think. They can only do menial work. And I found, no, like they can do amazing, amazing things if you're willing to work with them, especially in the Philippines where the people you'll find will be, they'll be college educated. They'll be thinkers and problem solvers as long as, again, this goes back, you have to treat them well, but they will try and solve problems for you. Uh, they'll think outside the box. They'll if you miss a step in your instructions, they'll try and solve the problem. Wow. Uh, and this is the things that make the Philippines different than what most people have experienced in outsourcing. 
So I've always tried to educate people on that. So I have a couple of different ways I educate. Number one, on onlinejobs.ph, I have, there's a, an education tab and I teach a lot of stuff there. Um, I recently just realized that one of the things that I do super well is when I recruit people is I have a really good recruiting process. And like I, people often ask me, uh, how do I know if I'm going to find someone good or how do I find someone good? And, and I, I don't really have a great answer because I don't question that anymore. And I didn't know why I didn't question that. And they did. And then I realized this is my recruiting process. I have a really good recruiting process where I'm successful like 80% of the time. Wow. And so I recently recorded, I wrote out my entire recruiting process and then I recorded it on video. And Fantastic. it was like 38 pages, single spaced when <laughs> wow. uh, I wrote it out and then recorded it. And I put it together into, uh, into this video training where I walk step by step through every single piece of the recruiting process so that you can be successful with it. And I made that available at uh, onevaoa.com. So that's, that, that's, that's my education. What would be your best advice to other entrepreneurs? You know, this podcast is mostly about customers and how to approach your customers and how everything happens through approaching the right customers. Yeah. Because this is the number one thing that entrepreneurs are failing for, yeah. according yeah. to their evidence. So I want to ask you, what would be your best advice to any entrepreneur out there? So I have two pieces of advice. Number one, make sales. Like, that's where entrepreneurs fail is they think, oh, if I build this or if I add this one more feature or if I write this one more thing, then then it's all going to work. And that's not true. You have to make sales. So you need to figure out, like, why am I not making sales? Is my offer not good enough? Is my am I not getting enough traffic to it? Is is what I'm offering people not what they want? I mean, that's the number one thing. Make sales. My second piece of advice is yeah. to Take a serious look at what you're offering people and, and see, am I adding value? Because that's in the end, that's where, that's where people buy is add value. And if, if you're just trying to, you know, get people to pay you money and you're not really adding something, or if you're just doing affiliate something and you're not, you're not really adding value to the process, then, well, that, that's the problem. Are you adding value? Definitely. I do agree with you. And we talk a lot about that, of course. And I think this is the biggest change that uh, happening, you know, all the being really human and give as well, the go-givers and so on. You already have had many successes and we'll talk about it in a minute. But I want to ask you, what is your biggest, most critical failure with customers or during your entrepreneurship? The one that really affected your entrepreneurial journey the most or almost the most? So for me, my biggest failure is entering a market where I don't understand how to get, I don't understand the marketing plan. That's always been my biggest thing. Like if I don't see exactly how to get in front of the, the correct customer and exactly what they're looking for, if I don't know what the offer is, then, then usually I'm not, I'm going to fail. Can you tell the story, a story about that? Yeah. Yeah. So I created training once. I had a, I paid a realtor to create training for other realtors for giving to their VAs. And yeah. I didn't understand how, this is probably six, six, seven, eight years ago. 
I didn't understand how to get that offer in front of other realtors. Uh, I knew some ways, but I didn't yeah. like those ways. And so uh, it kind of just sat there and it, I mean, I had this really great training for realtors or for VAs of realtors and it never went anywhere because yeah. I didn't understand how to get in front of them. Mm. Wow. So what do you say that you really need to know your customers before trying to give them anything? Uh, yeah. I mean, know your customer, but also know how to reach that customer, you know, know, know where they congregate and know how to, how to get it in front of them. Hmm. Now I'd like you to tell us the story of your greatest, most significant success as a result of the right customer focus or any other success that you really had during the way. Um, I mean, my greatest success is onlinejobs.ph. Mm-hmm. But within online jobs, the best success happens as an employer hires a virtual assistant in the Philippines and, and that employer sees a change in their business. Like that's, that's my success is when the employer sees like, oh my gosh, I can get help and the help that I need and it's affordable. And so like, I'll get an email from someone that says, oh, I, I hired my first VA from you two months ago and it has, it's been amazing for me. Or I hired a video editor through you, through your website, or, you know, I hired a social media marketer through your website. And uh, that's, that's my biggest success is when other people are succeeding. I'm so excited by that because, you know, the issue of VAs is, <laughs> I don't think there is a subject that people are talking so much about. And it's the first time that I hear some really coherent solution. And it sounds great. And the fact that people find a real answer there is very exciting. Yeah. It's yeah. very exciting. Yeah, it is. And it's exciting to me too. <laughs> yeah, I can hear that. And that's what's beautiful about that. Can you recommend the best or most effective technological or digital tool that related to customer focus marketing or sales? However, I'm not looking for the last shiniest tool in the endless list. I'm looking for something that really work well for you and can help others as well. And I'm not talking about onlinejob.ph right now because we are talking about it all over the show. But I want another tool, not by yourself, that really help you to make the work done. So this isn't a tool as much as it is. So this is like a customer facing thing that really, really changed my business. And it's something anybody can do. So years ago on the thank you page where, so people just bought mm-hmm. something from me on the thank you page, there's a message that says, Hey, congratulations on buying. Uh, my name is John. I own this. Uh, and I'm wondering what almost prevented you from buying. Was there something that, that you almost got hung up on? And then below that, there's a message box and that's that emails directly to me. And that right there has changed so much of our business where I started figuring out everything, every sticking point that customers have. And then also I respond to every one of them. And so then I have an interaction point with customers who opened up a a conversation with me. And so that, that, that little box helped us fix so many issues. And then 
has helped so many customers have like a sounding board. It's fantastic because it's a question that you don't often see. And that's why you probably answer that yeah. as a customer. Yeah. Wow. And I love that. You know, there are many factors that affects one's success. However, I do believe that for each of us, there is one factor that really helps us succeed. And I want to ask you, what is your one key success factor? Um, so I think learning copywriting was that one thing. Like learning sales copy. I don't do it. I don't write sales copy, but just understanding the importance, understanding how copy works and knowing like, oh, okay, we can make sales by telling people a good story and making a good offer to people. That's probably like one of the biggest things that influenced my success. Hmm. My last question, before I ask you what is the best way to connect with you, my last question is my mountain question. And as my listeners already know, I always imagine this journey of marketing and building a position in the mind of the customer and building a brand as climbing a mountain. And at some point I started to ask my guests, and that's what I'm asking you, whether you ever climbed the mountain or do you wish to climb a mountain or do you have any relationships with mountains at all? Um, so I love this question because I have a love affair with mountains. <laughs> yes, that's what uh, you told me. It's fantastic. Yeah. So my office is at home. I work from home and I have a big window that I sit and stare out at Lone Peak, which is the oh. it's, it's a mountain right outside my house. So I climb a mountain probably twice a week. Uh, like up to the, a peak of some sort. I mountain bike and I love to ride my bike in the mountains and I ski in the backcountry. And so climbing mountains for me is like, and I think this relates to entrepreneurism too. I see a, I see a quote that says, we don't climb mountains because they're there. We climb mountains because other people won't. Hmm. And to me, there's nothing more exhilarating than standing on top of a peak in the middle of winter uh, and looking down the other side and knowing that, like, I did this on my own. I climbed this. I didn't take a lift up. And then skiing back, skiing down or skiing down the other side and doing it again. And I feel like in entrepreneurism, it's a similar thing. Like, I do what I do because others won't. I climbed this difficult mountain of building this business and thinking through every process and problem and coming up with solutions because other people won't. And, <laughs> and then I, I get the reward of it too. Wow. Love the story and love the love affair. <laughs> yeah. I, mountains have a special thing in my, in my life. <laughs> It's exciting. I love it so much. John, what is the best way to um, connect with you for any of our listeners that uh, want to be in touch? So I don't like social media. Oh, yeah. Wow, I did find one. Great. You, you found one that doesn't like it? Yeah, I do not like it. Okay, talk to me. I, yeah, I don't have Facebook on my phone. I don't have Instagram on my phone. I, I don't have any social media on my phone. Other than Strava is kind of social media, and that is 
all about climbing mountains. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I'm super available through email. And if you use the contact us link at any of my sites, my, uh, my blog or my personal website or onlinejobs.ph or one VAOA, if you use the contact us link on any of those and you say, this is for John, because obviously it doesn't come to me first. It goes to one of my VAs. But if you say this is for John, they all know immediately to forward it to me and I will respond directly to you. And I'm willing to give advice. I'm willing to help. I'm willing to whatever uh, through email. Fantastic. So we will have the email and the reminder to ask for John in the show notes of this interview. John, I would like to thank you so much. It has been a different, refreshing interview. And I enjoyed the interview so much. Really okay. refreshing. And I think it's something that we all need to find a way really to have a good VA. So immediately when I saw what you are doing and how you succeed with that, I wanted it in the show because nobody had talked about it before. Great. Good. Cool. Thank you. So thank you so much for coming. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Hmm. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Reach or Miss show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.